Welcome to Daily Steps from One Extraordinary Marriage, where we outline simple steps that you can take to have the ultimate marriage adventure. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. In today's show, we talk about what you can do when you hear, I don't understand what you mean. So the first thing that you have to do is you have to identify a few of those words that have become stumbling blocks in your own marriage. You've probably already thought them as you've been listening to the show. You're like, that one doesn't feel so good. Or I don't know what he means about that. Or I don't know what she means when she says this. I I don't care if you write a list of two words or a list of 20 words. You're then going to ask your spouse for 10 or 15 minutes this week. And here's why. Because there's another little phrase that hangs out there that is like, the master of confusion. And it's the one that says, can we talk? Mm-hmm. All kinds of bells and whistles go off and people are like all freaked out. The reality is, is, hey, do you have 10 or 15 minutes to talk about just a couple of words that we use in our marriage? Again, I would say, get on your weekly coffee break and you don't have to go, can we talk? Or it's, it's on the calendar. We're already doing it. This week, we're going to just pick out two words. This week, we're going to pick out what, what love means to you and to me and what respect means to you and to me. And let's, let's write those down so we just understand it. Mm-hmm. So when you're in your coffee break or you've set this time to do it and you ask the question. So if you're the one asking the question, like we've said, you're going to zip your lip, you're going to answer, or you're going to wait for your spouse to answer. If you are on the receiving end of what does that word mean to you, you also have a responsibility here, right? You have a responsibility to tell your spouse what that word means to you. And this isn't the time, I- I'm sorry, To use this answer, I don't know. Or my second favorite, you should know that. Or yes, either of those. This is not the time to use it. This is the time to become crystal clear. Allow your spouse, even for yourself to say these words Mm -hmm. and and speak it so you even hear it, so you understand what the word love means to you. And and you may have to say, you know what? I I need a minute or two to think about that. Okay. Take some time. Don't just fly off. Because what we're trying to do is, this is building out your marriage toolbox. Mm -hmm. What the word love means to Tony and what the word love means to me may not be what the word love means to you or how you want to see that demonstrated is different. You're giving your spouse and giving them an answer and not saying, I don't know. In giving them the answer, you're allowing them to actually be able to love you, to be able to treat you, to be able to act in a way that actually meets your needs. If you say, I don't know, And then you get frustrated when you're like, well, you're not loving me the way I want to be loved. You didn't give them anything. Mm -hmm. And if you use the other one, so Tony said, I don't know. Like I said, my other one is you should know that. Please stop using that phrase with your spouses. If they knew, it wouldn't be a source of conflict. Or confusion. Or miscommunication. Or miscommunication. We we don't. Again, this is where that ESP comes in. We, We think because we've been together for so long that our spouse is supposed to still know us. Yes, are there nuances to a marriage that you do get into that you do know certain areas? Sure thing. I mean, Elisa and I know how we like to, to get into our bed and cuddle and, and, and how we, that movement happens. Yes, we get that. But the words that we're using sometimes begin to change over time. And, and I don't know them all. And so being able to ask these questions and answer them too, again, allows for that clarity, begins to resolve conflict. Mm -hmm. That's the key, right? I don't want to live in a state 
in, in, in a place in my marriage where there is constant conflict and frustration when we're butting heads. That, that's not fun. I find more joy in a place where we are on the same place and we're asking and answering these questions. So that way, in my mind, is that when we're in bed and we are about to make love, it's it's great because there is no conflict. There is no friction. At least it just isn't sitting there just going, can you please make it quick? Because I've been able to fill up her love tank by listening to her and doing the things when she's saying those words to me that match up for her. Mm-hmm. It's We need to get to a place in our marriages where we use the tools that we have to actually create an extraordinary relationship, mm-hmm. right? If you find that you're in this cycle of conflict, of confusion and conflict and disconnect, then why wouldn't you bring this tool into your marriage? Because what if you start asking your spouse again, tone of voice does matter. What does that word mean to you? I really want to know because I, f- and you can even explain it. I feel like this is conflict. And yes, is this going to make you more vulnerable to your spouse? Sure is. It absolutely is. But here's the thing. Extraordinary relationships come out of being vulnerable with one another. They come out of being truthful with one another. They come out of saying, you know what? I trust you so much that I'm going to tell you exactly how I want to be loved. I'm going to tell you exactly what date night means to me. I'm going to tell you exactly what it means when I say I want to be cherished or I want you to desire me. Here's what that looks like. I want you to every once in a while just say, I'd love to get you naked right now. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough because you're going to be opening up yourself to a whole new ball game here. And vulnerability is a tough place to be. It's But when we're in that place together, that's when the sparks really begin to fly. Because when we're open, honest, and truthful with each other, we begin to learn what, what we each desire and which we each like. And then through that, the bonding, mm-hmm. right? That all begins to come together. And, and I will tell you, people look at me all the time and ask, you know, is all you talk, you guys talk about is sex? You know what? The reason I talk about it, because it's the one thing that we have as a married couple that allows us to bond so closely, so together, it's magical. It's beautiful what God created there. And yet, when we are holding back what we truly are meaning when we say these words, that disconnect can happen. Mm. And I don't want that for you guys. I don't want it for myself and for Elisa. So how do we break through that? And it's by saying, what does that word mean to you? And it may be just mean you guys are doing a walk and talk or it's just a normal conversation. And there's a word date night comes up and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What does that mean to you? Mm-hmm. Because the last couple of times haven't really worked out. So can you just clarify that for me? So I understand the thing is, is when they say that you also need to do that. So it, it, it sort of comes full circle here. Your spouse is telling you what the date night looks like. The next date night, you in the, those coming after, you better you know make sure you add those pieces in. Mm-hmm. Because if he tells you he wants a date night that you know allows him to go out and, and go watch an outdoor movie or whatever it may be, and then you, you, you totally turn it around and it's not that, well, that means you weren't listening. Right. It's making a decision that you're going to be proactive in your marriage this week, that you're going to take a step to eliminate a factor of confusion. For more information on this topic, check out oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash 417. 